So skateboarding is fun again. It's another thing that is worth my time. God damn, do my legs hurt, and I'm, and I'm an old man, and I don't care. Just get out there, do the skating, feel the camaraderie and the love from the strangers. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was. I tweaked my back, though. So. Yeah, you're still hurting? Not even, uh, I think I'm going to be feeling it more when I wake up in the morning. Yeah. Shout out to Gadget. That, go- that guy was cool as fuck. Yeah, that guy was awesome. He helped me with my ollies a lot. Just move your foot back. You need to, we got to relearn everything. I know. Old man style. It's weird because I remember being in high school and being at the skate park and an older guy showing up with an old school board and him being like, you know, I'm just into this again. Oh, yeah. That dude who pads, yeah. gear. Just, I'm back into yeah. it. I don't care. I, this is how it was when I was younger. I'm back. That dude didn't, didn't give a fuck. He just skated around, cruised around. He had a blast. Yeah. That's us now. We get our turn to be the, the fun old guys. We fit right in, too. No one was looking at us like we're out of place. It was great. Yeah, it was good. I'm back into skateboarding. It's a good vibe at that uh, <sighs> skate park over in Meriden. Yeah. Shout-outs to Kilogram. I was telling a man, I bought one of those killer, uh, the, the killer board. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> it's I, Talking to him, I just have a vision. I want to do the record label again. Aeon Audio is dead. I want to do Magnetic North. And I want to put my music out through there. And I want to do like three different designs for decks. And I'm going to do a, like a, a mid-run of 10 each. And if they sell, I'll print more. You know? What, are you trying to collaborate with... <clears throat> Kilogram or yeah, I mean, I, I really want to just throw them some designs. Okay, because the benefit of this my day job, I know awesome graphics design people. Yeah, throw them a little cash on the side and be like, please, just do some designs for me. He's printing all his own. Yeah, that's cool. Yep. Yeah, that that was unexpected. I didn't know he printed them himself. You know, I'm looking at a company that will manufacture them down in Mexico and then ship them up here. Hmm. What do you think? What's the name of the company? Well, it doesn't matter. They just, they're a manufacturer. Mexico? Yep. That's where a lot of these, that's where Toy Machine makes all their shit. Oh. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Do a test run. Get like five or ten. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. What it... I'm going to do a test print of a simple design. This guy made this cat. Uh, it's, it's an awesome design. Once the podcast ends, I'll show it to you. But you know what, Jeff? Shimmy, Shimmy Changa. What's up? Shimmerima Changa Cho. This is this is the Brass Show. <laughs> Who doesn't love a good blood sucking skateboarding company? Yeah, 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 yeah. Look at you. Look at you. Who me? You handsome shit. Who, yeah, me? you. Yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was kind of disappointed with uh, the NPR shit that was going on tonight. Yeah, it was all BBC news. It wasn't anything like... I mean, yeah, it's cool to hear 
China has welcomed back the CEO of Huawei because she was in Canada giving the middle finger to the mounted police who wanted to bring her back to the United States. <laughs> That's all it was. Was this bitch got away with it and Canada couldn't stop it. Because they're too polite. <laughs> Huawei, you know that company is uh, banned. No, it was Yaya Mahaini. Yeah, that name kept coming up, but that's that's not the CEO of Huawei. No, that's yeah, the, yeah, that, was just the dude, that was just the dude who was talking about it. <laughs> oh, man. I just can't. I can't stop with the how random and weird that whole experience was, was with NPR. You know, we're out in Meriden. We had a skate sesh, or I did. I, yep. I skated a little bit. Yeah, but you did, but you tweaked your back, Holmes. Yeah. It happens. I did what I could. I don't know, man. I've been lifting. I think lifting weights and exercising actually helped me with my skate game. You know, it's all physical. Yeah. And the other thing that I learned from that dude, Gadget, that we we met this awesome dude, Gadget. He helped me out with my Ollie, as you heard from the cold open. And I can now Ollie higher and more accurately just by moving my foot back like three inches. Ridiculous. You'd think after all these years of screwing around with skateboards, I would have thought to do that. Nobody ever told me that, ever. Well, I mean, I thought that was, like, common knowledge. Like, the higher you want to ollie, the further back you Well, it's not about foot. high. It's about control. Like, he was talking about control. And how high you want it to go is about control. So if you put your foot back here, I bet you you'll get a higher ollie. Word? Well, yeah. That makes sense. And then I followed him off that launch ramp. That shit felt awesome. What a good feeling to just launch off the ramp and just fucking land it. First try. I was so scared doing that. I'm like, oh, man, it's been like 10 years since I've done this. Maybe like 12 years since I've done that. Yeah, I rode right off it earlier, like when we, close to when we first got there and stuck it. But then later on... I tried to, like, do a huge ollie off it. And yeah. That yeah. It didn't pan out. You had ups on that ollie, though. I did, but yeah. I lost control. Yeah. Well, fuck. It's going to be a big weekend for you. Yeah. See, going- this is my big weekend. Tomorrow I got to do another wedding. <laughs> I'm going to get that money, though. Yeah, so, man. It's cool, but fuck. Yeah, I'm going to Brooklyn. Yeah. This venue called the Brooklyn Mirage. Mm-hmm. This outdoor venue, I was looking at pictures. It looks pretty dope. Yeah. You've never been there before. I thought you had been there before. I have not. No. Nope. Where in Brooklyn, do you know? Uh, in it? Um, I could look it up. Oh, all right. Uh, you have an address, though, right? You're going to GPS it? Yeah. GPS, Global Positioning System. You're going to use I have, Global Positioning? I can't, I can't remember the address of the venue, but I have the address of the hotel memorized. Yeah. So you go to the hotel... Then we Uber to the show. Of, of course. Yes. Crack a couple cold ones. Are you sure the hotel is near the venue? It's like a 20-minute drive. Okay. So you're going you're gonna to shell out some cash for an Uber, but... Probably. Uber is the way. There's no excuse for getting a DUI now. Boop. Let me summon a stranger who can safely drive me to my destination. Bink. I mean, taxis are still a thing. Yeah, they are. But who wants to go through that shit? Like waving your arm in the air on the side of the road like a dumbass? I want to make the computer do it. You call a taxi company. 
Yeah. Hello, I'd like a one taxi uh, to hello? come and pick me up and bring me to the candy store. I'm not copying <coughs> that podcast I like. It's just a funny premise. Yeah. Those guys have twisted my mind, though, because now I'm looking at, like, attack vectors to apply that weirdness. Yeah. Hi, I'm the mailman. I'm here to deliver your mail of candy. There's a package full of candy. Oh, my God. It gets stuck in my head. Stuff like that clangs around in my brain endlessly, and I got to put it somewhere. So here we are, America. Yo, the sugar factory is pretty sweet. Yeah, that was pretty cool. I liked it. I like that. Place. I got the most candid it's shot. Expensive. But... Oh yeah, yeah. Well, it's a, it's a. Spe- they know what they're doing there. They're like, we're a sometimes place. Do you think they have a regular at the sugar factory? Uh... Hey, Don's back. He's got <laughs> diabetes. He weighs like four hundred and fifty pounds. <laughs> hey, give me all the candy. He I gets, see gets that hundred dollar. He's just a high roller. Gets that hundred dollar Sunday every mm-hmm. time he comes in there. <clears throat> yeah, that that bartender. By the way, so so I went uh, now. Now that it's in the past, I'll talk about it. I brought my kids to the Sugar Factory at Foxwoods Casino with Uncle Chimichanga, Jeff Chimura, 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 Chimura. Yes, and. Uh, you know, we hooked the kids up with a fun day at Foxwoods, which it really isn't that fun there. But, hey, we took them for a walk, and they got some sugar in them, and they walked around. We took them to the sugar factory. There was a bar right outside of the sugar factory. And so I think this is what my regimen was when I was there. I had a highball. Jameson on the on the rocks. Yeah. Yeah, that was my drink. That's what we had, yeah. Yeah, I had that. I didn't really have any ice cream or any of that shit because I'm trying not to pack. If you've never been fat, let me just bring this back. No. I know where my fatness begins, and it begins with a trip to a place like the Sugar Factory. You know what oh, I mean? Because yeah. it starts there, and then it's like, you know what? I don't need to be active. I can sit on my ass and just whatever this weekend. It's fine. It's a special birthday weekend. I'm not fat anymore. I'm not going back. I've been skinny a lot in my life, such as now. This is great. I'm going to maintain this. And I've been fat. And fat feels like fucking shit. It feels like being a fucking garbage bag filled with cottage cheese, walking around hoping nothing pokes you so the cottage cheese doesn't leak out of the side. I'm not living that life, bro. Fit life is where I'm at. I'm on this physical challenge. Today was like day 33 or some shit. I have to check. I think it's 33. Technically, you uh, exercised twice. Yeah. You Dude, went, I you burned. You went to the gym, gym right? My and watch is dead. Skating. My fucking Apple watch is dead. Otherwise, I'd show you. But yeah, I went to the gym. I lifted heavy, and then I went skating. And that burned a lot of calories, skateboarding. And your, did your phone keep track of how many calories you burned? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. But I split it up. I skated more than what I recorded. We were there for like two hours. I, I recorded like an hour. And then I was like, wow, I burned a lot of calories and I turned it off. But These were, we were there for like two and a half hours. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but still. I've been fat. I've been skinny. I don't want to go back to eating bullshit and getting fat again because it sucks. It totally sucks. I hated myself. 
I'm not going back. I need to have the the good abs. I don't need to have like I don't need to look like Brad Pitt in Fight Club or anything. I don't need that. But I need to not be a piece of shit. I need to not be a chubby fat piece of shit. I don't know, man. I hear the uh, fat dad bods all the rage. No, it isn't. No, no. <laughs> That's people lying to themselves to make themselves feel better. Because it feels like shit. Having a dad bod. I had a dad bod. I had a big, fat, disgusting dad bod. I think there are some chicks that are into the dad bod. You think it's a okay. myth? Maybe it's a myth. No, it's not a Look, women are attracted to men on a different wavelength than you and me can even communicate on. Like, I don't understand. I don't know what it is that a woman... I just don't understand their thought process because I've seen the most beautiful women end up with the most schlubby human beings. You know, Dan Aykroyd has a wife. I mean, he's also a movie star, but you see what I'm getting at? It's not just how you look. It's what you do and who you are and how you handle situations. It's very complex with women. I wonder if these complexities exist, like, with gay men dating. I don't think so. You don't think so? I don't think so. Are you friends with any gay dudes? Do you know anybody who's gay that you, like, talk to here and there or, like, hang out with once in a while? Not, not on a regular basis. All right. When I worked at the Green Marble, I worked with Sean, um, I'll say his name, Sean Murray. You know Sean Murray? He's a dude that's, like, really big in the music scene in, like, New London County. He books for a bunch of... Murray. Yeah, he books for a bunch of venues, and he also... Oh, what else does he do? He puts on, like, award shows and stuff for local artists. He makes shit happen. He's a doer. He's a good guy. He used to work at Mystic Disc when I worked at the Green Marble. I'd probably recognize him if I saw him. Yeah, you, he's a good dude. He happens to be a gay guy. And I remember him telling me... Years and years and oh, years wait. and years. What? Oh, my God. I'm such a lying piece of shit. You know Sean. No, no I don't know Sean. Yeah. But I work with a gay dude. Oh, like, do you? Like, every day. Yeah, but you forget. I, I, to, yeah, I don't even Because it doesn't matter to you, because no, who no. gives a fuck, right? Yeah, right. that's how I am with the gay people I know in my life, because it's, you know. Like, my niece is gay, and I don't see my niece. You, uh, who, I, I don't see a gay niece. I'd see my niece, of course, but you know what I see when I see my niece who happens to be gay? That little girl that I used to hang out with who used to smash the macaroni and cheese over her head when she was, like, four. What? My niece. Oh. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not, like, gay's a part of it, I guess, but you don't think of it. You know what I mean? Like, people you care about that just happen to be gay or whatever, you know? Yeah, so I don't see her as her adult self who has a preference. I see her as a... Like, when I see my niece, even though she's, like, in her 20s now, or close to it, I don't see an adult person, even. I just see a little kid that got bigger. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, when you're, like, when you know a gay person, you just, you know, they're, you're not thinking about their preferences all the time or whatever, but. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but what I was getting at is that Sean, that guy that I worked with, uh, he said, like, yeah, as a gay man, it's fucking really easy to get laid. <laughs> it's like, because think about it. The the mechanics of it are different. You know? Yeah. So, 
like biologically, women even like think about parameters of what a relationship is different than dudes do. Just because you're gay, that doesn't mean that goes away. You like dudes. Dudes kind of operate on a. Am I making any sense, or no, am I just I'm, talking I'm just out of thinking, my ass? Like, I'm just thinking in my head that like two gay dudes would get along a lot better than <laughs> a man and a woman. <laughs> yeah. I just I don't know why, but I just feel like that's would be true. It would be true. I think so. You know, the thought has occurred to me, like when I was getting divorced and stuff, I was like, maybe try being gay. And I'm like, nah, that that's, it's honestly a physically repellent idea to me. It can't fit. But if you were to take the idea of that, that's why I want to find a, a woman to be like friends with. Like if I can be like tight friends, like legitimate, like a friend, yeah, I feel like it can, like, I'm looking at relationships differently. It's not, let's be gay. It's like, well, maybe let's not make it all about sex and shit. Like, let's make it all about connecting about some real shit. You know? Does that make any sense? Yeah, it makes a little sense. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. I don't know. Let's just be friends, everybody out there in podcast land. Let's just be friends. What the fuck did you just do? You, sp- you just spinned a quarter on the tape. Do that again. Hold on. How do you do that? It's like a magic it's trick. Like magic. Magic trick. Speaking of magic tricks, do you remember showing me how to make a quarter disappear? You had a trick. That you showed me. The only quarter trick I really have is, well, first, I need a quarter, which I don't, just the penny. Ah. And I also need, like, a flat concrete surface, Mm -hmm. and I need a forklift. Why do you need a forklift? Because the trick is that, all right, say I have all those things, Uh a quarter, a flat concrete surface. I'm I'm intrigued. And... In a forklift. Mm-hmm. I'm going to bet you $20. I'm going to have you place the quarter on the ground. Bet you $20 that I can pick that quarter up with the forklift. Okay. And then I do it, and then you'd owe me $20. Oh. And I'm not going to tell you the secret behind it. Well, great. I got one for you. Let's say that you're in a room. All right. Um, how, how does this go? You're in a room, right? Yeah. And there's uh, no windows, no doors. There's really no way to get out. The only thing in the room is a saw. Wait, is this a riddle? Yeah. A saw and a table. Now, if you look and perceive this saw and table, it's just a very ordinary saw and a very ordinary table. Is it round or square? It's a round table. Okay. Yeah. So your job is to get out of the room using only what you can see. I can see a table. I'm giving you a huge clue because you're going to be completely lost. 
you have to work through your words and you can only use what you see. How do you get out of the room? There's no doors, no windows? No doors, no windows. You can spend a few hours jacking off and crying by yourself because you're in a room with no doors and windows if you want, but... Well, I can see a table and I can see a saw. Mm -hmm. Here's the clue. It's a circle, the table, right? Yeah. You actually are thinking about it. I was amazed that you asked that question, actually. But you have to work, work through your words. Yeah. Go for it. You put the table on the wall, and then you saw a, saw a circular hole in Okay, the wall. all right. So you are on the right path, but can I give you the answer? Yes. Because you have to work through your words. Nobody I, gets it. I feel like I came close. You did. You actually came closer than anybody I've ever said that riddle to. But you... Oh, fuck. I just realized I didn't give you, like, a key. There's a mirror, too. There's a mirror in the room. There's a mirror, a saw, and a table. I fucked the whole thing up. I fucked it up. I fucked it up from the fucking beginning, and then yeah, this shit I sucks. Ah! Let's climb the tree. <laughs> <sighs> I didn't even mean to hit that button. All right, right, so there's a mirror and a table, and you're supposed to work through your words. And you look in the mirror, and you see what you saw. You take the saw, and you cut the table in half. Two halves make a hole, so then you climb out through the hole. Mm. Yeah. Two ha- yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Nope. Not buying it. I'm. I like my answer better. Well, because you can actually get out of the room. Yeah, the room. and I fucked it up. And you don't even need the table. Just no. hack away at the wall with well, the saw. Well, a mirror and see what you saw. Seesaw. My teeter won't totter. Suck a dick. I fucked it up. I don't care. All right. Nice try. Well, 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 well. Give this guy a round of applause. A for effort. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. All right. So the sour ale has marshmallow, banana, strawberry, don't move it, passion fruit, mango, pink guava. It's a 5.5 mixture. 5.5 of alcohol. And it might be the most delicious beer I've ever had, and I'm jealous that you bought a four-pack. Oh, it's so good. Though I traded you some of that Canadian whiskey for one. Yeah. It was still... Is that good? Let me get a little little taste taste. Is it like woody? Campfire kind of shit? It's it's okay. I mean, it's better than Black Velvet. I'll say that. It's like the the shit that... um, It's like paint thinner. It's a paint (laughs) thinner kind of whiskey. Yeah. yeah, I'm not drinking that much. This is uh, one of my favorite sours I've ever had. Yeah, it's worth it. These are really good. Yeah, it's worth it. You were like $20 for a four-pack, and that lady was like, yeah, that's you just bought gourmet shit, bro. Top shelf. Fat Orange Cat in East Hampton, Connecticut. They make the best shit. Me and my boy, uh... Chris Petamonte. Hey, Chris Petamonte. Christopher Michael Petamonte. Christopher. Christopher. I didn't. I'll <laughs> shoot you in the bathtub, Christopher. Uh, INF, the rapper. You met him. You met him at one of my shows. 
The last and show that I ever had at Sully's. Sully's. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's a good guy. Good people. Um, I got him into the crypto game, and I feel bad because... What? Never mind. Sniff? No. Sniff? No. I didn't fart. I thought you did. You have to signal that in the middle. All right. So anyway, uh, Chris Bermonte, INF, one of the best rappers I know. Very talented. Very, very talented. Uh, beats and rhymes now. He got a machine like me, and he just started, like, whipping shit up. Yeah. Incredible. Right on. Why did I bring him up, though? Well, I felt like you were going somewhere with that. Oh, I got him in a cryptocurrency. Oh. And then the market tanked. Mm. Yeah. But that's what happens with this shit. It goes up, it goes down. Yeah, I've heard it's like a roller coaster, but like two extremes to some point. Well, you, get ju- you just do the opposite of what everybody else is doing. Like when the market tanks, that's when you buy. And then when it's up really high, you just wait. Don't buy anything. And wait for it to tank again? And then when it tanks, buy more because it always goes back up. It's doing this. It's a sine wave. Don't you want to sell it before it tanks and then buy more when it tanks? Buy it when it tanks. Sell it when everybody's like, oh, my God, I'm making so much money. That's when you make your money. Take your profits then. Then sell it. Mm -hmm. And then buy more when it crashes again. Yes. Okay. Look at it as a casino. You still have that $5 worth of Ethereum I paid you for for that Chinese food like six months ago? Because it should be like $7 right now. It's doing really well. It actually was up at close to 4000 and then it came down to like 2800 But, I mean, fuck it, man. I bought in at like 1000 with that, so I'm happy. I haven't been paying attention to this. You still have the app, though, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm checking right now. Wonder what it's worth. Should have a drum roll on here. What is this one? Come on, Boogie, let's burn this motherfucker down. Yeah, that, that works. All right. <laughs> Maybe I should review. That, that works. You know, it came with this case Ooh. thing. What is it? What's it worth? Mm. Back down to 603. Yeah, but it was $5 when I gave it to you. Yeah, I know. So look at it this way. If I gave you $5 million in Ethereum, you would have made a million dollars, 3,000. Or, or, or one million three hundred thousand dollars. I should have just threw like a hundred bucks in there. Just fucking. It's not too late. You could do it now, but I'm not doing it right now. But you have a whack bank though. Because what? Your your bank. It's whack as fuck. What do you mean? Well, My, you have one of those. Ba- you have a credit union that you use, right? Uh, dime bank. That I mean, you don't want to say what bank you use on the air. Oh, but yeah, you can bleep that out. <laughs> You know I won't. It's right. too much work. There's a lot of dime banks all over the place. Yeah. They're all the All company. over the world. Hi, my name is Jeff Chamura, and my social security number <laughs> is 040-92-7550. Holy shit, how'd you know my fucking social security number? Because I'm going to fucking take all your money, you stupid li- I'm going to take a gun, and I'm going to go, Give me all your money, you stupid little bitch! Yeah. That's the only button that I like is that one. That's a good one, but you can't. But your bank, if you you buy crypto with that bank, they're going to charge you like a fee. Some banks do that. And I notice it's all the federal credit unions, but I use commercial bullshit. 
Oh, fuck. Because your debit card's connected to it. Oh, yeah. What are you going to do? Write a check to Coinbase? <laughs> Hi, I'd like to buy $3 worth of Bitcoin. I'll send you a check. It'll be there any day now. No, they want the money now. That's how it works. It's instantaneous. Yeah. You know, just like you instantaneously lose all your money. Right. Well, no, not like that, man. I don't know. Bitcoin used to be worth pennies. It's over $40,000 of Bitcoin right now. You're looking at a man that at one point had 25 Bitcoins. I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> Shit, dude. It went up. It, it went up a lot. What time's the drawing? Oh, uh, I don't know. I think it's near midnight. Oh. Should we tell him about Don't Z- worry. How do- Zoltan? Zol- Z- is it Zoltan or Z- Zoltar? Zol... Fucking, I can't remember. Zolt- what, Zoltar? Whatever the... the, uh, the Zoltar. When I took my kids to the sugar shit. Sugar so, factory. So that they sugar can shit. diabetes at age... 11. Diabetes. Diabetes factory. Hi, my name is Mackenzie Rappel, and I'm here to tell you about diabetes. My father brought me to the sugar factory for my birthday when I was nine. <laughs> and I'm here to tell you that the diabetes is something that you do not want to go through, but if you have to, make sure you check your blood pl- your blood sugar at least four times a day. I'm Mackenzie Rappel. She's like a grizzled warrior. I've been dead for 40 years. I'm old. I'm your daughter. Uh, yeah, the whatever the machine was that turned was, that little boy into Tom Hanks for Big, the movie Big. I think it was Zoltar. Zoltar. That same, not the same machine, some other asshole made one and then sent it to Foxwoods Casino. It's in the, in the mall. It was inside, it was right in the entrance of the uh, escape room. Yeah, the escape room has a Zoltar. And the Zoltar gave me some lottery numbers after I gave it a dollar. And it said, you need to be lazy. (laughs) As if me winning a $520 million jackpot wouldn't result in the fattest, laziest piece of shit. Maybe, like, because you... What were the numbers? Five, fourteen. No, nah, 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 nah. Okay, nah. You don't got to give them the numbers. Yeah. Well, your birthday's on the fourteenth. Yeah. So that was the extra, the multiplier. Yeah. That's proof that magic exists, because that was the remember, because the multiplier was like one through fifteen. Yep. Zoltar didn't give me the multiplier. But your birthday is the fourteenth, so I took it. Hey, even, you know, if I win that, this is our new job, this, podcasting full-time. All right. Uh, and for you, it pays a million dollars a year. But you have to do the podcast with me for the next... 25 years? 25 years. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be worth it to me, man. This is kind of priceless to me in a way. I mean, there's not a lot of people listening to this, but it's like the perfect excuse to just hang out with my friend. Yeah, it's pretty fun. It's fun. It's like oh, a weird. What, it's a weird what, diary for our lives. On the kinda. drive back from from the skate park, mm-hmm. we were driving over that. What was the name of that bridge? 
Oh, God. The, uh, the Algonquin Bridge. The Algonquin Bridge? Yeah, I was telling Jeff about how I think it was either in 2011 or 2012, a guy who was breaking up with his wife got pissed off. Let me find it. I got to find it. All right. I didn't connect the anything to the Bluetooth because I was planning on going raw. Uh, let me see. I'm going to search Throne Baby. Oh, Jesus. Bridge. Oh, no, you haven't even told the people what it's about then. All right, so this guy, he, he was breaking up with his wife, and he showed up. It's the uh, Aragoni Bridge. Uh, I thought yeah. you said it was the Algonquin. No, uh, Aragoni. Oh. Uh, Algonquin is the bridge from Grand Theft Auto. And I I, I always fucked it up because I remember being like, yeah, the Algonquin, just like Middletown, Connecticut. No, asshole. It's a complete, that's a fictitious thing. Um, But yeah, the Aragoni Bridge, this guy was breaking up with uh, his, his old lady or whatever. So he got pissed off and he threw his baby off of it. Um, That is fucking crazy. Yeah. But then didn't they go through like, precautionary measures and like made a higher fence. Yeah. I well, guess that's what that's there for is to stop people from committing suicide too. But that's, that's, Tony Moreno was convicted fence. of murdering his infant son lost an appeal to the state Supreme court. And here's a picture of the asshole with two black eyes. He killed his baby, bro. You, you're going to fucking go to jail forever. A man convicted of throwing his seven-month-old son, Aiden Moreno off of the Aragoni bridge in Middletown during 2015. That's right, because 2015 is when I caught Kelly cheating on me, and I remember being like, I know I just caught my wife cheating on me, but I would never fucking do anything like that to my kids. Yeah, that was crazy. Why would you hurt your kids because your fucking stupid shit spouse doesn't want to be with you anymore and is being shitty? Like, my ex-wife just had a shitty attitude, and I didn't want to be around her anymore. That's really what our marriage was about. But, like, for me to be like, oh, now I'm going to just, ugh. But, yes, we were driving over it tonight back from from Meriden. We were going through Middletown towards Colchester. You know, we drove through East Hampton on 66, in case you want to try to triangulate where I live to fuck me in the ass and kill me. <laughs> right in the butt cheeks. <laughs> right in the butt cheeks. I do your butt cheeks. Hello, I'm Russian. I do, do your butt cheeks. Yeah, all right. So we're going to drop that idea. Um I noticed that they had, had installed uh, high fences on the bridge, the aforementioned bridge. And I said to Jeff, like, you know, a guy, you know, I told him the story that we just read off, that some asshole threw his baby off the bridge because he was breaking up with his old lady. Jeff looks at the bridge. <laughs> so I, I still can't believe You got to drop it. Yeah, yeah You're the one it. who came up with the thought. Well, I look, so. Like, I looked at it, and I'm thinking to myself, that's only like, they didn't extend it that much. It's only like seven or eight feet tall. Mm-hmm. I could definitely clear that fence with a nine-month-old baby. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, if you do like the grab him by the arms and wear, wear, and no, throw. just like cup it right in the ass. Boop. Like a basketball. Kobe. <laughs> Kobe. <laughs> <laughs> Kobe right over the fucking yeah it's awful. I mean, look, finding humor in uh 
the awfulness of it all is oh, it's okay. But yeah, that's really bad. No, we hit the 35 no minutes babies were killed in the recording of this podcast. Yeah, we're not throwing anybody off any kind of bridges or anything. Snap, crackle, pop, baby. Woo! I can't wait until that toy machine j- uh, setup comes. ABEC 5 bearings, though. That should be fine. You think it'll be all right? Oh, yeah. I want a tray flip. I want to land a tray. F- I've only landed one in my entire life, and I was like 17 when it happened. I'm try 38. Doing it, try doing it fakey first. I feel it's easier because it, the board is going like in the direction you're moving. You know something? Instead of trying to flip it backwards, it, it, you know it, what I mean? It took me a long time to realize this about you and me, but we have very different bodies. I'm a heavy set dude, and you're like a light person. Yeah. So when you tell me these things, I'm like, that doesn't change anything because I, I have like more momentum. I just weighed myself in the bathroom. Uh, what do you weigh? Ninety-seven pounds. One thirty-seven. Jesus Christ. Yeah, skinny. Dude. I've always been skinny. Yeah, you've been a skinny guy. Thin little. Short. You're not like short. You're just skinny. Well, I'm five nine, hundred thirty-seven pounds. Yeah. You're smallish. You're a smaller person. I feel like I have a small head. Mm. I have a tiny head. I don't think so, no. I'm no. looking at you right now. So I don't, I've never been like, oh, man, Jeff Tremere with his tiny noggin. That's <laughs> never been a thought in my head. I've always felt like I've had a big head because I always have to buy big head. Do I have a big one? I got kind of a big head, don't I? No? No. Yeah. It is weird how a human body, it just like, well, here's random you know who shit. has a big fucking head? Good luck. Who? O.J. Simpson. Does he? <laughs> you know, he's on Twitter just behaving as though he didn't murder his wife 20 years ago or whatever. Very weird. Yeah. Let's pull up O.J. Simpson's Twitter right now, shall we? Mm-hmm. Let's read the most. Oh, boy. O.J. Simpson. Because he's just going to play that double Jeopardy card for the rest of his life and just be a fucking piece of shit. I want to get the Roadcaster Pro to fucking take my signal here. Hold on, let's see if I can do this live. Pair. Oh, you know, that's paired with my computer, that's why. Because the idea, when I buy my house, we're going to have a podcast room. Like, specifically dedicated. Studio? Yeah. Like, a studio instead of just, like, oh, we're in my living room. But I got this channel now. Hold on. Let's see what OJ has to say about Tom Brady. Oh, boy. Oh, help. Yours truly. Well, I'm pretty sure there's other people out there like me that don't want to hear any more from this trainer and this talk about uh, Bill Belichick and Tom Brady. Let me tell you something. They were the greatest marriage or are the greatest marriage in the history of the game of football. Better than Bart Starr and Vince Lombardi. This is a man who um, murdered two more people. More successful than Joe Montana and Bill Walsh. These guys were winners together. Joe Montana. And all this talk about how he treated them, how he did this and how he did that. Hey, Belichick's job as a coach is to coach winning football. Are you aware that in the last six years, 
of a Belichick and Brady's. Uh... All right, but my point is made. He's just on Twitter talking about football. Well, he was a professional football player. What is that strange to you? No, it's strange because he's a murderer. <laughs> it's it, it wouldn't it's be strange weird. that he's walking the streets. Yeah, it's <laughs> like he's just trying to act as though that didn't happen. Um, I don't think so. Didn't he write a book called like If I Did It where he basically spells out all yeah, the details like, about I how didn't he did do it, it, but if I did it, if I this did is it, how I do it. I would and and he wrote it beautifully like a fiction writer would, though he does not write any kind of fit. It was more of a confession, bro. I read it. I actually read it. It's like the doc, the guy is not a writer. He has not it was a beautifully written book. Like he goes into the details about I must have blacked out or something this whole thing. Like in his fictitious if I did it, he writes I blacked out in this if I did it. Like it doesn't make sense, dude. Go read that book, listener. It's fucked up. He did it. Now that I'm thinking about it, like I was thinking like his situation is sort of like double jeopardy, but it's not. Double jeopardy is when you you can't be convicted of the same crime twice. Right. So if you get convicted of one and like you didn't really do it, mm. and then you get out of jail. And I you could go shoot you in the do, middle of Mardi Gras and they couldn't it. do anything because I did my time. Yeah, exactly. But even oh, if you man. didn't do it, if... In the future, new evidence is presented, then I think it could be retried. Here's a reply. Here's a reply on Twitter from um, Mac Jones. You know, I think the Patriots are are gonna absolutely murder the Bucks this next week. <laughs> <laughs> Brady better have his gate getaway car ready. But I don't know. Any prediction is a stab in the dark at this point. <laughs> you just got a favorite from me on wow. Twitter. So that's what all the that's what all the replies to OJ are. The <laughs> NFL probably, should hire OJ and give him something to do. OJ knows about health. Oh my god! There's probably comedy gold in that thread. OJ knows about health and marriages. Section. Twitter world. You should at least take a stab at this. As usual, the juice is razor sharp with his analysis. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Hey, Twitter world, this is yours truly. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> it's too bizarre, bro. He's a murderer. He wrote a book called If I Did It and then hasn't written any other books. That's the only book you can write? The guy belongs in jail, but instead he's playing golf. And he went to jail. Well, he did go to jail for a little, but it was for something else, yeah, right? Yeah, for stealing his Heisman trophy back from whatever asshole bought it at auction after he went broke. Oh, from some the fucking... stupid petty theft? Mm-hmm. Huh. Well, you got to look at it from the system's point of view. The system goes, well, he got off. There's a pretty overwhelming amount of evidence that that dude actually murdered his, you know. Look, I had a wife cheat on me, and it sucks. It's not a fun experience. Uh, I wouldn't have killed anybody over it, though. But I understand the anger. Chris Rock has a fucking bit about that. You ever see Chris... Hold on, Chris Rock. I've seen all of Chris Rock's stand-up. Chris Rock goes, I understand. He just fucking spells it out. Like, this guy is like, fucking... I wouldn't do it. Yeah. But I understand. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, that's the problem is, like, people understand. And I think Chris Rock actually framed it beautifully. Like, I was mad. 
I could have been like violent over the bullshit that I was being put through. You know, this guy is making millions of dollars as an NFL star, which is like impossible to do. You can't, you can't, it's just not for you. You can't do it. It's just something if you decided to do that tomorrow, you know what? I'm going to get myself a Heisman trophy. No, not for you. You missed out on that life. There was like a brief sliver of a possibility of maybe that would be for you, but it didn't happen for whatever reason. Mostly because I didn't play football. I never gave a shit, and it's something I don't even want anyway. I never played football either. Played hockey, mm-hmm. baseball, basketball. And never hockey was never organized. It was always just like... Pond hockey. Oh, yeah. Fucking around. The only organized game I played was baseball, and, and I sucked at it. Um, yeah, sixth grade, right? Guy pitches. Hits I, you in the head. I hit the ball. Oh, you hit it. I crack it. Crack! And I just stand at the plate, watching it fly up in the air. Right into somebody's glove. And I'm like, yes, it's going over the fence. Yes, it's going over the fence. Yes, it's going over the... Oh, fuck. And then it, like... Hits in between second and third base. Oh, uh, you should have. As soon as you hit that ball, like you should have ran. You shouldn't. Your mistake right there was yeah. stopping and watching the ball. I was like, like, oh, look at me hit it up in the air. I got a home run. No, you yeah, I thought I had a. I thought ran. I was doing more than I was. And I'm like sitting there like, oh. If you hit it Just and thinking ran, I got it. And then. Like, worst case scenario, you just stop it first. Always getting out. Always. We should join a softball league. Soft, softball? The Chimichanga Softball Factory, ladies and gentlemen. Dude, I got some We're going to make softballs. You want those softballs in your fucking mouth? No, I actually have some, like, still, like, in the wrapper, like, brand new softballs. I don't even know where they came from. Really? Yeah. Just found them in my garage. You ever play croquet? You know that game? It's usually like a barbecue game, I found. Yeah, you know, with the mallet and the... Yeah. The, yeah. That shit's fun as fuck. Why did it disappeared off the face of the planet? Well, When's the last time you've seen anybody playing croquet? 1997, if I'm being real. That's the last party I went to where it was, like, available. Like, yeah, we're playing croquet. It's Mad fun. like, everybody's like, fuck croquet. I'm just playing, like... Fuck croquet! I'm gonna smoke I'm- dust and listen to Method Man! <laughs> Playing mini golf and cornhole. I I never got in a cornhole though. No, no, it's fun, man. I don't like the idea of cornhole. No, you just. Don't I like am the it. great cornholio. I need DP for my bunghole. I always think of Beavis and Butthead. Yeah, it's a great episode. Why would that be bad? It's funny. He just drinks mad caffeine, and that brings out this bizarre the monster in him. Weirdo. Yeah. He's already weirdo. Pulls his shirt up over his head. I am the great corn Julio. <laughs> like freaking out. Classic episode. <laughs> you can put those two idiots in anything. I heard they're going to reboot it a third time. You remember that, right? Ten years ago, they brought Beavis and Butthead back for like... You know, a year. I do remember that. Yeah. And that was pretty fucking sweet. Yeah, but instead of doing music videos, you know what they did? They watched the Jersey Shore. Really? Yeah. No. And they, they were like, I'm Snooky, and listen, I'm that bitch. <laughs> 
yeah, you're a bitch, Snooky. <laughs> like that was, <laughs> was that yeah, really I swear premise? to God, I'm not joking around. I watched yeah. it with my ex-wife. I remember laughing like, so this is what they do. They watch it. Well, MTV doesn't have, you know. Was it that just one one episode? It was 2008 or 2009. MTV did not have music going on anymore. Oh, yeah. They stopped doing music in like 2006. Well, it wasn't every episode they were watching. Re- MTV. They were oh, watching MTV. All reality. Because yeah. MTV is the one who buys the show to to air it. Uh, okay. So back in the day when, when Beavis and Butthead would it was watch... actual music videos. Right, because that's what MTV had licensed for their channel. But that's instead, cool. they were making reality TV because it's cheap. That, I bet you that's even funnier than just making fun of music videos. Yeah. Some of that stuff on the music videos... I remember when I was younger... I'd... grasping at straws, but reality TV, it's just like yeah. they set them up Fucking you knock him down. Let's fucking check it out, bro. We'll find it right now. We'll find it right now. Look, I don't know the Jersey Shore. I don't know who's who. Beavis, Butthead, Jersey Shore. I don't know who's who on the Jersey Shore, and I don't really care. However, this my shit is hilarious. Pizzeria in Florence. But I'm 80 years old and I'm teaching my kids how to make pizza and they ask me, "Oh, where'd you make pizza?" Bitch, I made it in Florence. That's where I made pizza. So she's going to call her grandkids bitch. <laughs> <laughs> You're the best grandma ever, Grandma Jaywow. <laughs> yeah, please don't hit us again. Are <laughs> Uncle Juicehead and Grandpa Gorilla going to help us make pizza? <laughs> grandma Jaywow. Where did you get syphilis? <laughs> yeah, tell us that story, bitch. <laughs> like, I don't speak Italian. How am I the f- supposed to know how to cook a pizza? Yeah, she doesn't speak Italian. She's an Indian. Yeah, check out the headdress. <laughs> She's got, like, some stupid <laughs> thing across her head. Came out pretty good. I mean, if Snooki can do it, we all can do it, right? You know what I mean? Okay. Right? You know what I mean? Hot <laughs> salami, okay? She loves hot salami. Yeah, she does. She loves hot salami all around her. Oh, yeah, she loves hot salami. See, he, he means schlong. <laughs> you think she's a slut? It's good to know. Now let's get back to making a pizza. I'm DJ. I spin records. I guess spin pizza. That's my job. Oh, I get it. Yeah, he... He spins records, and records are round just like the dough, so he can spin the dough. So yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's not funny, but um, but you know, I get it. <laughs> this is like another one of those episodes where they don't have sex and they don't fight. <laughs> yeah. And they're just way too much Dina. <laughs> yeah, but there were a bunch of those. I watched like thirty of those in a row. Uh, yeah, they just tore everything asunder on MTV. Yeah. We're making it. We're making it. We got 10 minutes left. <laughs> I, I, I honestly think I only watched maybe one episode of that new reboot. Yeah. Well, it's broadcast TV. When broadcast TV was just, dude, nobody's watching MTV right now. No. The closest person watching the live broadcast of MTV, whatever that the what what the fuck is going on there? I have no idea, and I don't give a fuck. Nah, carry on. Yeah, they introduced us to a lot of artists, though, man. Nine Inch Nails, Oasis, Jay Z, Ludacris, 
Yeah. Fucking Missy Elliott, Eminem. Even the fucking shit I hated, like the Backstreet Boys, you know? All that shit. I was aware of what it all was because of MTV. And it became yeah. this... Well, radio too. What radio mostly... station? You were listening to Q105? Getting no, your hip-hop was... from there? No, what was... Well, sometimes I just like watching VH1. Well, back, back then I was listening to alternative rock mostly. Yeah. Like grunge rock. You introduced rock, me into Black Hole Sun. You were the first person to play Black Hole Sun for me. And you or, introduced me to Silver Chair. Hell yeah, Silver Chair. You were like, Frog, yeah, Silver Frog Chair. Sound? Yeah, well, you, yeah, you were like, dude, this band is fucking cool. And I'm like, why? They're only two years older than us. And they were. They were like fucking 16. And they yeah. made it. <laughs> it was like, those guys made like $2 million that year or something crazy. I'm sure Probably they more a, than that. They probably made a decent chunk of change. Yeah, they made a fucking... We're going to become Australian rich people, yeah? Is that an Australian rich person? Mm. No. Let's throw another candy into the sack there, governor. An <laughs> <laughs> Australian... Mi- <laughs> All right, I'm going <laughs> to stop. I'm going to stop. No more. No more? Yeah, I can't just keep making... Well, you got to get it right. Yeah, I got to get it right. I can't just introduce a new impression, an amalgamation of two things. <clears throat> You're going to be okay to drive to Brooklyn tomorrow, right? I'm not driving to Brooklyn. You're not? I'm driving to New London, and then my friend is driving to Brooklyn. Oh, fucking rock and roll. Yep. You're not taking any kind of a train or anything? No. No? No. She's like, I'll drive. I was like, cool. Settled. She's a keeper. Yeah. Salute, my friend. Salute. Cheers. To aging and still skateboarding or coming back to it. I'm glad I met that guy Gadget today, man. He made me feel like okay to be there. Yeah, he's a good dude. A good human being doing a good human being thing. Talking to me about the skateboarding. Yes. I followed him right off that launch ramp. He's, I'm like, all right, I'll be right behind you. He's like, all right. You fucking did it. He's like, you don't even need to ollie. Just ride off it. <laughs> it feels awesome. I'm like, it does? I think I told you that same thing. I don't think so. Did I you? I did, yeah. I was like, hit the ramp. And I was like, oh, like, no. no. And I was like, dude, you don't, you could just dried right off it. I said mm-hmm. exactly what he said. Did you? Yeah. It just meant more coming from Gadget. <laughs> All right. No, my confidence wasn't up yet. I was, like, warming up. Yeah, yeah. Something else that I learned is, like, I'm only going to get, like, because I'm older now, probably 90 minutes to, like, an hour or an hour to two hours of good skateboarding before I'm just too tired. It takes a lot of energy. Yeah. The pushing off and the... It adds up. I wish I could turn my watch on and show you, man. You're going to dedicate yourself to it. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Start skating a lot more. Some days, it won't even be probably 15 minutes because you might bust your fucking ass. Yeah, bust my shit and go, what am I doing? And go back in the house. I can't wait until that new board shows up on Tuesday. Toy machine. 
Bloodsucking Skateboarding Company. I just love the slogan. Oh, that new video. Wait, when was that released? The one we just watched? Uh, April. Last April. It was called Vaccine? Mm-hmm. That was tight. Gnarly as shit, right? Yeah, all new skaters I've never heard of, but yeah. they're all fucking sick. Yeah. It's like watching Donnie Barley and, and uh, Brian Anderson. It's like on that level. That one dude, Deshaun. Deshaun Jordan or something. Deshaun, yeah. That yep. dude was fucking. I couldn't believe it. Uh, a three flip into a, a. Three flip 50 50, three flip, no slide. Mm-hmm. Dude, he was. This entire time I was wondering what was making that noise, and it was this. I was rattling back. Yeah, and I was, you heard it, right? I like, did. Okay, uh, what. What else is rattling? The production value of this show was really low, everybody. <laughs> yeah, we got rattling shit. Nobody gives a fuck. Yes. Uh, oh, it's so endearing. I think we just deal with it. I don't know. Whatever's rattling. You know what? You know where the, what the solution is to the rattling? Getting a new fucking table. I've had this table since 2006. Let's burn it. Let's burn this shit. Break it in a little. Burn this much. This is a perfect time I think it's particle board. I don't think you want to fucking. Perfect time for it. Yeah, this thing is fucking shitty. Huh? Burn this motherfucker down. Let's burn. Let's burn this motherfucker down. Especially the table. Yeah, you need a soundboard. I figured out how we're going to do a soundboard. We're going to get an iPad up in this bitch. Okay. And then you get this channel, the Bluetooth channel. Okay. And then I get uh, this channel for the laptop. Yeah. And then I just play it through that. So you have a channel and I have a channel. And then I have all this and a laptop. You have an iPad that has YouTube on it and shit. So you can be like, oh, I heard this or I brought this, you know. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So you would have more audio control over the show. Okay. And you could, you know, hey, you know, I heard this or whatever. Whatever. You could read things. What was that actor in that movie? The one with all the candy. I think it might be your elbow on the table. Did you find it? Nope. Still happening. Hold on, hold on. No, nope. nope, still happening. <laughs> Where the fuck is that coming from? All right, we might spend the last your two thoughts. minutes of this episode it's your trying to figure out what that. Your thoughts is. are bouncing around in your head again, dude. What in the fuck? It's you. Leave. It's just everything. It's, it's this and this and this. It's all the shit we have on this table. I think it's you leaning against the table. I'm, I'm not. Not anymore. My involvement was there. It was me. But you're right. I think it's just the table. The table's shaking. The table is a piece of shit. Yeah, we got to burn it. I'm sorry that we ruined your show. We're going to burn it. We're, it's getting burnt All tonight. All 30 of you. It's going in the fireplace. Dude, we had 100 listeners an episode, and then the last one. You know what? We got to talk about it. I'm a piece of shit. I listened to the last episode back, and I was just like, that's not me. I'm a piece of shit. Yeah. You Didn't I text him. you? I was like, I'm an awful person. I don't want to yeah. hold a grudge against Kevin Regan. I mean, I don't like Kevin Regan, and I never will, but I don't want to hold a grudge, bro. 
Guy's whack. Let him be. Yeah, well, you just... You but if he talks don't. shit to me, I will punch him in his, his face. I can't tolerate it, though. If he ever is around me again and he wants to be a vicious little dickhead... I don't think you're ever going to come cross paths with that kid again. Yeah, because I, th- I think he's aware that I will snuff him now. Because that thing with the chair, he crossed the line. He knows. I called him, I called John like, you better let him know that I'm going to kill him. You know? If I didn't communicate that, I probably would have bumped into him a bunch more. But after that, he was like, he like hid from me. I never saw him again. He just went into his box. Yeah. And now he lives far, far away. So let it go. That's what I'm Namaste. saying. Namaste. Yeah. You want to hold it against me, just audience? Just, you want to go through this and then go. find that I'm some sort of violent piece of shit? No. No. I refuse to accept that as a label. You will not label me with any of that kind of shit. I'm not a violent person. I'm not somebody who would break somebody's nose. I said I'd break his nose. <laughs> That's not cool. Well, you think I would just rub my feet on someone's couch? Yeah, I smashed my feet <laughs> on his couch. <laughs> I believe fuck your couch is the correct terminology, sir. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's where fuck your couch came from. Yeah. Well, fuck his couch. I just did that because I knew he could afford another couch. <laughs> that was his his rationalization for putting his feet up all over the couch, by the way. Yeah. I don't have to set up the premise for the audience. They should know what the fuck we're talking about, right? Yeah. I mean, we're 15, 20 years past what the Chappelle show was at this point. Chappelle show was what, 2003 to five, six? There, there's only two seasons, right? There's three, but the third season, like the center of the third season is when Dave Chappelle bounced to Africa. So there's three seasons with Dave's involvement, and then there's a bunch of sketches. There's like a fourth quote-unquote season, but it's just sketches they recorded, but they didn't do anything with or put anywhere. Oh, okay. So Dave was in the sketches, but it was um, Charlie Murphy and uh, I always forget the other guy. Ah, oh, the guy that kind of looks like Nate Dog. I'm Rich Piach. Unk, unk. The, the guy that kind of looks like Nate Dog a little bit. I don't think he looks like Nate Dog. Well, like if Nate Dog and CeeLo Green had a baby, it would look like him. I'm sorry, I don't own a Ferrari. <laughs> Ain't that some shit, stupid bitch? Fuck your dick. Yeah, he does kind of look like CeeLo Green. I'll give him that. That guy. But you're not going to give me credit for the if Nate Dogg and CeeLo Green had a baby? Mm-hmm. Come on. It's good. I get it. It does, it just, does describe just think him. think about it. Yeah. I think you might but what's his name? I don't remember his name. I'm not looking it up. I just want to see how long or if we can. It's Charlie Murphy. I don't remember. I've listened to the guy on Joe Rogan. He talks about how he can speak, uh, like, uh, I think he can speak Philip, I don't know, something. He can speak other languages. Portuguese? Not Portuguese. What do they speak in the Philippines? Portuguese. Is it Portuguese? Yeah. Okay. Well, then he's... Fucking Portuguese. <laughs> I don't know. I don't fuck him. I can't even remember his name, but he speaks Portuguese, apparently. Okay. That guy on the Chappelle show. So those two hosted the third season, which was just a bunch of sketches and shit. 
Because you know how Dave would come out with a mic and be like, and hey, we have a sketch for you over here. Yeah. Yeah, they made yeah. a bunch of sketches, but he never filmed the part where he was holding the mic and announcing the premise of this is this. We wondered what it would be like if herpes came over for Thanksgiving dinner. You know, that kind of fucking weird shit that he was doing. He's got a herpes thing. I can't remember what it was. Oh, when he had the, uh, like, uh, Sesame Street, like, puppets. Mm-hmm. They're all supposed to be a different venereal disease. That was fun. Precisely. Yeah. I am herpes am not your friend, and I'll be with you until the end. I think some shit like that. <laughs> yeah. I can't remember what the exact line was, but. Yeah. You hear that rickety table, audience? Don't do that. That's like worse in a way. Because I'm hearing your blood flow through your fingers as you wrap it around. It's oh, a really? hot mic. No, I don't know. It's not that bad. But hey, you audience, hear the, the blood flowing through my veins. <laughs> it's pretty nice. You got bonus time. There was an extra five minutes. If you hung on this long, then good for you. <laughs> I don't know why why you would, but this is the brass show. Yep. I think we've almost had twenty episodes now. This is 19. Some, no, maybe, yeah. I think, I think the, 19. I okay. think this is 19. All right. All right, later, guys. You want to do something special for the 20th? Yeah, why not? Yeah. I'm not yeah. sure what yet, but yeah. we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. I'm thinking that we're going to do something for Halloween, too. Too bad we don't have, a, a like, a local audience gonna pot that down just to like get this out there too bad we don't have like more of a local audience so that we could do like a uh uh the brass show just show you know what i mean wait what do like a local live just take show over some bar somewhere pack a bunch of people we know in it and be like hey this is us we're doing the fucking talk show anybody got any ideas how do we get this out here and just just see what happens um uh... I, don't I know. feel like you'd I lock like up. Be, I you, feel like it'd be a different dynamic and just like a different vibe. You would lock up. I might freeze up. I yeah. don't know. So, I gotta. I get. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't well, know. Well, the thing is, is, is. Uh, I feel like you've come out of your shell as far as doing the show. Now you actually talk. Yeah. Like the first couple episodes, it's like, "Hey, Jeff, uh, I'm talking to you," and you're like looking at me. <laughs> and there are some episodes where you're straight up miming stuff at me, like. <laughs> and now it's like well, no you can just talk about it actually we're trying to fill empty space with talk like that's the right, point right, just right, be right. like yeah you want to take a piss I gotta take a piss <laughs> suck my dick you stupid bitch <laughs> say whatever just fucking fill the empty space that's the point alright yeah so alright this was the brass show thank you guys bye <laughs> <laughs>